recording live in front of a uh, Iranian hostage crisis type situation because it's, it's a funny joke. I'm Iranian. You're all being held hostage by me because you didn't know this was happening because you just probably just walked in off the street and you're like, what is this silver sprocket? Should I be concerned? Should I write, you know, my Congress member? And the answer is yes. Stay away from silver sprocket from 7.03 until exactly 8 p.m. because I started late. But anyways, uh, the reason I'm doing this live, uh, beside it being, you know, like I said last episode, tomato season, it's summer, what a good time to throw a tomato at someone publicly humiliating themselves. Uh, you can do that here, grab your early girls and your aromas and your cherry tomatoes, you can throw them at me from now 7.04 to 8 o'clock exactly at Silver Sprocket. Uh, look it up. I don't know where else it is. It could be anywhere. Anyways, I, as you may have figured out, if you're in here, I am her suit. You've been probably getting glimpses of my forearms, and you're like, good for them. And then, uh, arguably cute and incredibly stoned. Usually, I don't deliver this as awkwardly because nobody can see me, so I don't have to deal with, you know, the extra psychological pressure of being like, <laughs> I like, you know, I'm actually wearing everything. Almost all of my clothes are backwards today for specific reasons. And uh, I went to in and out yesterday and like, I'm like, I don't want to do laundry before this show because it's stressful and I have stains on my pants. And then I'm wearing my pants backwards and, and my top backwards, but clearly not the jacket backwards. If you're watching it on the live feed on bff.fm slash wherever, I forgot where you can look it up, but you can twitch.tv, Twitch yes, you could go, <laughs> yes, you can, well, I guess you could Google bff.fm and twitch.tv and then you'll probably figure it out from there, uh, <laughs> and that's, this is an internet radio station, you know, clearly the F, whatever, the FDA wouldn't allow this hunk of meat to pass inspections, so I don't think wherever the legal thing that governs this radio thing is, uh, would not not be an internet radio station, which is BFF.FM, in case you're just tuning in. I'm Don Arkey, this is a Harry Home companion. No, this is not a documentary about the real lives of like, you know, uh, <laughs> when alien translations go bad, you know, when they're going to invade. Yes, it's that kind of radio show. Yeah, you can f air anything on here, even this Alex Jones shit. Anyways, as you can tell, I'm very stoned, and I'm informing all of you live. If you're tuning in like you do every week, bless you, there's a few of you. Thank you, Mom. Um, then you'll know that this is something I can do normally, and I usually do it in less than four minutes <laughs> without a lot of, you know, extra talking. Because uh, I'm just like, ah, I'm relying on these people knowing me. But again, it's an Iranian hostage crisis. You know, Walter Cronkite's like, it's 707, and Don Arkey of a Harry Home Companion has still not started there. <laughs> the beginning of their show yet. 
That's how it is, or whatever he said. Well, that'll be a retraction and correction for last week, because as you can probably tell, I get really high for the show. Uh, I don't know why, but I thought that'd be funny, and I hope you do too. Don't say anything. I don't want to know. Um, and then I do this talk show while more stoned than the unlucky winner in Shirley Jackson's short story, The Lottery. Uh, depending on the weed and the mood, I can do each segment no problem. Other times, as previously illustrated, uh, I won't be able to make it through, and who knows how it'll end up where I'll go, as clearly uh, illustrated. Uh, that is why we start off each show with retractions and corrections, where I correct mistakes, answer questions brought up in the previous episode, or tell you what I was trying to say in last week's segment, but was too high to get through to. Uh, this week's retractions and corrections, uh, <laughs> it turns out that Liberace was super religious. Uh, he was really conservative in his political and devotedly, uh, deeply religious beliefs. And Liberace was a Catholic, but as I like to say, a catholic. But instead of being worried about the theological, impl theological implications of tortitude, if you know a torty cat, you know what I mean. He was concerned about moral turpitude because he was like, I'm not gay, why would you think I, Liberace? would be a homosexual in any capacity whatsoever. And um, he, he was just like, why would you say that about me? That's so mean. Um, I, before I go on into this, I swear I'm gonna do this episode because I have a crazy book that I finished reading on BART before I got here. And if you're like, okay, Liberace, what else are they gonna talk about next? Then you'll be like, when I say what I, what this book is about, you're gonna be like, okay, yeah, someone who's like, we gotta talk about Liberace in the year of our Lord, 2023 AD, is like, you know, who's another, you know, young contender in popular culture is uh, Tallulah Bankhead. But I have here this book that, is a young adult fiction a real one? I didn't just like poof this like out of, I didn't like write this book and then like fake a cover and make it look like, you know, uh, a real old book. No, this is a real old book that read by the author, Eel, Eel, that's a real, <laughs> damn, Eel Konigsberg. I don't know, Eel, we'll just call them Old Eely. Well, she wrote a book, but when you rehear about the book, you kind of want to proactively they them, you know? Uh, that's how I feel, because I was like, this is one of my favorite books as a kid. But this is a book that he, old eel buddy wrote was, uh, is uh, called uh, from uh, Up From Jericho Tell, and it's a young adult fiction book aimed for children 11 and older uh, where the ghost of Tallulah Bankhead, yes, the ghost of that, look her up on your phone. I can't spell this. I'm stoned, I told you earlier. Well, I'll, okay, I'll try. Because I open the book and it's there. All right, 
T-A-L, look it up on your phones. T-A-L-L-U-L-A-H. Bankhead, I always say, I always put an S in her name. I don't know why, maybe, I don't know. She, she can have an, I don't know. I just want to call her Tallulah Bankshead, but it's Bankhead, but you, I'm stoned. I have, I have no choice. But anyways, look her up, and, and you're gonna start reading about her, and the, one of the first Google results is gonna be, who gave Tallulah Bankhead gonorrhea? And it's potentially Gary Cooper. And this is why, but this is a young adult book that's like, kids should, if they want self-esteem, specifically latchkey children, you know, oh, the most abject children we can think of, and when was, this is a, this is, <coughs> this is the first edition as very, <coughs> you know, we keep things classy. I'm not just wearing, you know, like my top and my pants backwards. They're fancy pants that I'm wearing backwards. You know, we keep, if you know the show, you know I'm fancy. Uh, but uh, I don't know, you're going to die one day, down with the ship. I'm in so much debt that I never pick up the phone to talk to. Sally Mae, that's my ex-girlfriend. I never respond to her texts. Anyways, this book is about, uh, I'm just going to read the, the summary given to it. Uh, by the Library in Congre of, of Congress in 1986 that the spirit of a dead actress, specifically Tallulah Bankhead, turns two children invisible and sends them out among a group of colorful street performers to search for a missing necklace. And because the authors like kids need to learn self-esteem, and they should act more like Tallulah Bankhead, and that's the moral of this story. And as a young homosexual child, I was like, you're absolutely right! Darling, because if you know Tallulah Bankhead, her, you know, she's like the darling. She had a very husky, the opposite of this. Pitch this down. Can you do that live? I'm so sorry, that was an accident. Can you, you can't, I don't know. Uh, I, I can't, I'm like the opposite of a Tallulah Banks head in like, uh, mezzoness. But uh, yeah, but she's always like, like her whole thing was like, she was all about coke and pussy back in 1910 when people looked like Titanic. And that really like, I don't know, some good shit. She's a crazy tormented person. You'll love it. I mean, yeah, and that's who E.L. Konigsberg, you can, old eel, uh, old eel pie, uh, and eel pie, that is a retraction and correction. Well, that's kind of related to a retraction and correction that I have to bring up eventually. God damn it. I'm sorry, I scared you. I frightened you. I, 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 I like, you know, if you're tuning in right now, you're going to be like, is this sounds of a man possessed by a demon is this some kind of you know like documentary about like the real lives of like exorcists like a reality t they should have a reality tv show for exorcisms i would love to watch it i like i always say i have not really watched any contemporary tv which is why if you're like in the show shop you're like okay liberace tallulah bankhead 
a book published in 1986 all makes sense that this is pertinent information to this person. Uh, I haven't watched TV. Probably like, contemporary TV like on purpose and regularly since 2004 when they canceled the Wayne Brady show and I was so fucking heartbroken. I just didn't watch it anymore. I didn't want to watch TV. TV is not where I wanted to go. And so I was like, all right, it's over and I'm really bad at watching TV, but this is why I need to make friends because somebody help me. I want to understand like the... And like how I think every I like what happens in the white lotus. Tell me a tale of succession. I've if somebody is like my accountability buddy, uh I, I don't know if I'm gonna have any. Everybody seems to be there seems to be talking to some kind of negotiator, but tell them uh, you know, oh on that note, uh BFF.FM's anniversary, you can pay the hostage fees to them. BFF.FM slash donate. Or you can buy a gala ticket. Come party with me. I'll be there. Uh, I don't remember what else will be there. I just, except for the Shanky will be catering. Come on down. And that, what a combination. I will be. With my celiacs and being like, hee hee, you can eat filling out of an egg tart and not die. And uh, I love gambling because I'm, you know, that. Speaking of gamblers, I should really get back to the retractions and corrections. So, Liberace, uh, I'm, I'm sticking to the script now, damn it. Um, well, he denounced homosexuality publicly, believe it or not, he, you know, believed fervently in capitalism, of course, duh, I mean, not like, how could you not, I'm like, it's Liberace, even, even I knew he would be down with that, and he was, like, I, but I can't, last week I was like, I felt like Liberace would, like, believe in capitalism in, like, a high camp way, and I feel like I kind of right because his beliefs are so high camp like for someone denouncing homosexuality publicly the way he denounced homosexuality was really homosexual he was all like i'm crying all the way to the bank after he won a libel case where like a british something or the other was like liberace's gay did you not new slash everybody in the world and then liberace was like i'm taking you to court and i'm winning and then he coined his phrase, I cried all the way to the bank after that one. Yeah, he sued the Daily Mirror. Uh, and in court, like I said earlier, he wasn't concerned with, uh, he was not a catholic, catholic, not moral, no, not, uh, well, moral tortitude is a thing. Have you met those cats? They're nuts. But uh, yeah. Catholic versus I don't want to make that joke again. I'm bored. I have to move on. It's 719. I haven't done anything. Oh god. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, like everything he did was real gay. I mean, I was like, 
just like you who says that like a heterosexual absolutely not no and i have a master's in women and gender studies and i know i'm right you know like so i don't chew my own horn you don't know me and you're like what else is wrong with this person well now you know and if you're wondering like who the hell is this person because you're just tuning in now this is a hairy home companion i'm don arky this is bff.fm's final anniversary the fda is shutting this all down it's like a cormac mccarthy novel so so many no i i read uh, one cormac mccarthy book in high school and it was like they make you and i had to get a good grade like what do you want from me but like the one time i read him when i was 17 i was like yeah that's the guy to bring up whenever you're talking about the fda because they would have shut his shit down that shit he was talking about i don't know who the man is did you know like wait the way a retraction and correction i can speed up to next Actually, this is, you know, we figured it out. Liberace, he like said he wasn't gay, but a really gay. Well, we figured it out. Okay, now, well, the next retraction and correction is actually related to someone who you think would have a really interesting life, but is actually really boring. And then they be like became them. Like, and so this next retraction and correction is about Tom Waits because, do you know he's from just from fucking San Diego? Like, if you look up early life, San like, it's, they're just like, yeah, you grew up there, you had a mom and a dad, and he didn't die. Like, he survived it. Um, but yeah, so this next retraction correction, which is my second one, well, my third one, but let's see if I remember to say this one next week, and that will be a retraction and correction for next week, yes. Here on the road show, we do a lot of retractions and corrections. The Harry Home Companion on BFF.fm because on the road show, like maybe you're tuning in being like, is this like a documentary about auctioneers? Is this what they're saying in between numbers? Just slowed down. So you're like, oh, that that's what those auctioneers are saying. Oh. It's so disjointed and rambling. I don't know what's happening. Well, nine times out of ten, if the weatherman isn't having a stroke live, it will be me, Don Arkey, of a Harry Home Companion on BFF.fm. Where maybe I am stroking out. I don't know. Ow! Amy, my favorite. <laughs> Those what tuning in on live cam. Ow, sorry. They gotta, you know, they really should get the FDA to shut this shit down. Like, that's violence against animals for real. Ow. My fingers. Well, <laughs> I just want to do my retractions and corrections. God is punishing me. Well, not an untrue statement. <laughs> that's their life. Uh, anyways. Oh, that's another attraction and correction that I should get to eventually. But the one about Tom Waits is that the store that I worked at, because I've only had retail and service jobs all my goddamn life, 
Oh, if you want to see cruelty through to animals, if you're tuning in live on wherever you can watch this, Twitch, whatever. Uh, Twitch, the channel for Exorcist reality TV show. Uh, whatever. Uh, zoom in on this. Can you do that? Look at that. That this is a steam wand burn from being a barista. I'm having. I'm not gonna read that. Jesus. Oh, you're such a stage smother. I mean, mother. Oh, I hate Woody Allen. He should be. Um, but what are you doing? Ah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyways, there is, this store actually used to be here on Valencia Street. I think they closed out, which brought me a lot of joy. <laughs> yes, because the store, next reaction and correction is that the store where men talk very seriously about freezing their raw Japanese cone salvage jeans instead of washing them so they could keep the wear marks on the jeans because rich or, you know, Oh, young men in the Bay Area like to look like they're riding the rails to the hobo convention of 180. There really was a hobo convention. I don't know how many. I don't know how many. Is it like Comic-Con? Do they all go to the Hilton in San Jose? I don't know. But they did stuff like that. You can look it up. It'll be refreshing correction for next week. But yeah, that's what rich men here in the Bay Area like to look like for some reason. And... Uh, that's the store I worked at where I was accidentally mean to Tom Waits because I thought he was a burner dad trying to be Tom Waits and I just saw this little fucking I was like what the fuck do you think you're hiding your little fucking pork pie hat I hate you I wish you were dead and then his son loved me for some reason and then I got in a lot of trouble because like my manager's like, I've never seen you be so fucking mean to somebody. Like, I was frightened. I didn't know you anymore. And I was like, oh, I don't fucking know. But, the, yeah, and then it was bad. I got in trouble and, like, got ridden up. For but that's where he shops. And, but the weird thing is the opposite end. Of, oh, no, maybe I... That's a, a legal thing that I've signed not to reveal in public. Never mind. Well, we don't need to talk about that store anymore. <laughs> no. But if you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, if you've been in this area for a while, you're going to start laughing. Or maybe you won't because maybe you're just like, I fucking hate this person. So I don't give a shit. But I used to work at, do you remember Alia? I used to work there and it was really embarrassing. And like this, like this dude who worked at this store called Welcome Stranger fucking bullied me. And I'm like, how dare you think you're better than me? You talk about freezing your pants to rich men who like want to be your friend and they don't know you're like barely scraping by. But like they want to be on the level, and then I remember like the one time I like got his respect is because like I put oh fuck well, I'm gonna lose a lot of respect that's embarrassing. I'm, like I want to play something in the store, but I don't know music that's like not like and they know about it. Uh, so I I'll put on stuff like Yellow Magic Orchestra because that's what I know could be played in a 
store, and then the hello stranger guy who bullied me and was really mean to me, uh, he was just like, is it Yellow Magic Orchestra? And I was just like, yeah, yeah, it is. I was like, I hate this is happening. Why are you, why is God punishing me at any, every corner of my life? Clearly like uh, today where I can't get through attractions and corrections whatsoever. And I told you there's a fucking young adult fiction book that's like children should act like Tallulah Banks had and be like, darling. Like there's like, so there's like a, a part where a little girl who after being turned invisible by Tallulah Banks had ghost to go on cigarette runs for her regularly. Um, this is no, this is not the AI show on BFF.FM. This is me, Don Argy here on a Harry Home Companion. If you're like too, like, you're like, what's that AI show I heard about on BFF.FM? I'm gonna listen and protest for some, and you're like, what does this sound like? I'm curious. This is not it. This is a real show with a real, unfortunately, live human being, me, Don Arkey of a Harry Home Companion. The show where I am stoned to the bone. Not a try guy, but a high guy kind of a show where I tell you things that a grandmother would be concerned about. Yes, um, like the book that's like, you should stand up to your, your, your like, 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 okay, like there's like, there's like a scene with bullies where the little kids are like, I'm gonna stand up to the bullies the way Tallulah taught me by being a star. And then um, the are like, hey, give me your lunch money, I hate you. And then the kids are like, darling, you wouldn't know how to order pre-fee at a Chez if a rock fell on your head made out of bread. Like just kind of like, like the kids are, but like the kids are, like Tallulah Bankhead, and that's how they show up, d d bullies, darling, and that's how you can have self-esteem too. But somehow it is a speculative fiction book, and it's very confusing, and it's by a real legitimate children's author, E.L. E Konigsberg. Digital Divide has Almost been entirely closed. I know this. I did my master's on internet stuff because it's a long, horrible story and I and will never tell you because, well, here, because you're gonna be like, damn, this person's life is fucked up. But anyways, I did my like master's on like internet stuff because I like literally don't know how the fucking internet works. Like I know two websites, that's it. I don't know what's happening. Kind of remember how to send a fax, and that's not good. Like I said, I need to watch something that's not fucking the nanny over and over. Like I need help. I need an intervention. God, no, don't worry. If kids are just tuning in, if you're just hearing like you know this demonic rambling and God, no, this I the, the exorcisms are on the Twitch channel on BFF. Dot FM, Twitch, 
the, the re Exorcist Reality Channel 24-7. You can't see anything else, but I can see multiple signs of being a witch on you, according to the Malleus Maleficarum, the witch's hammer, yes. Uh, anyways, yeah, if you're like, what the fuck is that? Is this the Exorcist Twitch thing that FF has? No, that's not, that's not it. This is me. Donna, if you have a Harry Home Companion, I don't even remember what I'm talking about. Well, I guess, oh, oh, it's like, I gotta do, oh, but I'm like too stoned. This, and I'm like, I've, Studio Elf uh, had, who sat on my hand earlier, had a white claw earlier, so I'm a little concerned about us being able to pull this off, but uh, you know, if you know the show, and if you don't, but now you now know the show against your will, in good judgment, it's our number seven. Old Iranian hostage crisis. Walter Cronkite's crying. He's worried. His rating's gonna plummet after. He doesn't know. Um, I was gonna do a Mad Libs type donation because I'm like, because I do a donation ad every weekend. They're always stupid. And then I'm like, well, why don't I do, you know, a Mad Libs type donation ad with audience participation? Like that one performance artist, you know, like she had like that table of like scissors and like a rose and a loaded gun next to her. And then she just stood still for six hours and didn't move. And then people did fucked up stuff to her. Well, I'm like, yeah, people like that. Sex sells. Like, uh, I'll do that for the 10th anniversary. It's a fun thing. I'm here, you know, you know, causing my captives to become friendlier towards me through a relentless psychological manipulation. And it's getting bad. They're starting to write gospels about me. It's getting a little freaky, kind of children of the corn here, but that's okay. That's that's the Silver Sprocket way. Yes, you can visit them and write, the, complain to them <laughs> about me. Uh, Avi would love to hear it. Uh, you could you could complain to them directly. Uh, Silver Sprocket, one two three four Valencia Street, somewhere. <laughs> Town, USA, California. Uh, yeah. You can say, don't do that anymore. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa. Hello. Well, I, well, none of you can help me. Should I just like, I okay. So anyways, I wanted to be like the performance artist because like I said, public humiliation and i'm like wait what's her name though like you know like she, i was like i'll do the mad libs no erin brockovich i think it was her name anyways that performance artist she was like that's like what i'm doing here for uh vff.fm's uh 10th anniversary for some reason uh that, that'll be good but I'm too stoned, and the studio elf is a white girl who's had a white claw, so she's dangerous. So I don't know if I want to be like Aaron Brockovich and like have someone hold 
a loaded gun to my head, you know, because it's public humiliation thon. Like I said, tomato season, they're at the ripest. It's the most fun and aerodynamic to throw at the village idiot making a f uh, and the stocks like this. Um, yeah, you can do that, but I'm, should I try to do this like as an actual Mad Lib? I don't know. I'm frightened. Oh, but I can't. I'm too high, and I'm like, I get. I. You're gonna do so good. I believe in you. Okay, I just can't hear. I believe in you. I know you can do it. Okay. Do you need help? I need a verb. That's what I need. Avi, give me a verb. I don't remember what a verb is. It's an action. Give me an example of a verb. I don't know. All I can remember is conjunction, junction. What right is your um, function? <laughs> what time now? I don't know anything else, but um. Does anyone know a verb? <laughs> I don't know what verbs are. We 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 just need to know what a verb is. But like, what's an example? Like crawl. Like crawl. Okay, crawl. All right. I tricked crawl. them into giving us a verb. All right. <laughs> All right. This is next. I need a. I need an adjective. I don't know what an adjective is. Audience! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Please! I work in a bookstore, right. I swear to God. Tap into the voice of your leader in this Iranian hostage crisis. It's okay, I'm Iranian. If you're just walking into the store... No, way, it's an Iranian... Uh, what's a hostage taker crisis? <laughs> you're not the I hostage. I am having a crisis, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I... Before I have... I, Those were I all words, I swear to God. <laughs> the, this is the part of like the you know auctioneer documentary where the auctioneers are like, you know, like oh, it's so hard to not slip into like, you know, work talk when like out, I'm out and about. Like I'm just trying to buy like a quart of milk at the grocery store, but I start doing like the disjointed blathering between numbers, you know, out of. I'm, Shock talk I'm Googling adjective. Okay, a word or phrase naming an attribute added or You'll grammatically related to oh a noun. God. I'm never getting out of here. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think I can help you with this. No, you can't. Get off the stage. I did my best. <laughs> Who knows that? Anyone? I'm begging you. If you know an adjective, come on down. Please tell me an adjective. What? If you know what an adjective is, please. I know what they are, but I can't do it myself because this is a nice thing I try to do for BFF. For some reason, I don't know if they even like me that much, but I was like, well, I, I like you. I guess so. But, but again, you know, this I'm not I'm not in the pocket of Big Tomato or anything. They're not like paying me to like, you know, remind you like, oh, you know. A good time to pelt me, Donna Arky, of uh, a Harry Home Companion, a, 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 a name of a show with a lot of adjectives. I think. Yes, 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 they are. Um, this is American public education at work. Uh, that's the real documentary you're watching about. This is happening live. Does anyone know what a goddamn adjective is? Can you tell me? But I can't hear you from afar because I can't hear you with my... It's like a dole. What? It's like a dole. Dole. I... It's like a 
to magnet school. See, even there, we had problems. The magnets are. They're going south. I need it now. This is going to take the rest of my life. Oh. There you go. from that um anyway so i don't that's why i'm a barista now <laughs> and uh, this is the the my only outlet my only joy yes you're it's it's like you know the whatever happened to baby jane trequel you know like more decaying Southern, because when my family came to the U.S., they lived in like Tennessee for forever. So I thought that, uh, like, I, like I say buggy instead of shopping cart, which is a very specifically Tennessee thing. And I like just said it all the time because I'm like, that's what my my, my parents call a shopping cart. And then uh, I didn't know that that wasn't a thing until Studio Elf over there was like, what's, what, like, like three, four years into our relationship was like, what, what's a buggy? You always point at them and say a buggy, but I don't know what that means. And like, is that like a little like thing you do? Cause like, you know, it's a little, like, a little ritual. CDs and your ethnic, you could be doing a little quirky ritual, or it could be the brain crazies. And I'm like, well, this is usually but maybe this is some combination of both, to be honest. Um, uh, and, and I was like, what do you mean? And I found out Bucky wasn't just like an Iranian thing that my parents would say, it's a Tennessean thing, because I said, why bugging shop? You know, when you look up stuff on Google, you're not. You're like, why buggy shopping cart? And I was like, oh, here's all these like articles on linguistics, and I, I was like, oh, that's a ten. That's not any rot. And then I found out, and everyone laughs at me because they're like, how could you think that's Iranian? It's like this. Um, 
Tennessean dish that I now know is from Tennessee and is not from Tehran is, uh, I think it's called like pineapple casserole. Just like Google on your phone. If you're tuning in uh, from whatever internet thingy, you can look stuff up on it. Uh, that would have been hard a bajillion years ago where, you know, we had, I had a pay-as-you-go phone up until 2014. And at one point, I supposedly had David Bowie and Iman's phone number on my pay-as-you-go phone because I accidentally interned for an international art thief after college because nobody wants to hire you when you have a bachelor's in ethnic studies because I got one of those and a bachelor's in anthropology. Back when it wasn't fashionable to have a bachelor's in ethnic studies and people would be like, what are you gonna do, flip burgers? I'm like, I'm trying, but they won't hire me. So you sometimes accidentally work for a, an international art thief who's like deranged. He legally changed his name to Marco, like Marco Polo, but he spelled it M-A-R-K, capital O. And that says everything you need to know about this guy. And he stole the crown jewels of Bhutan. And every day I literally go like, I really need to contact the Bhutanese consulate for knowing the last known location of their crown jewels. But I forget to, or something comes up and I feel really, and it's been a while. I need an accountability buddy. I need some help. <laughs> and if you're just tuning in and you're like, oh my God. Those slowed down, you know, you know, auctioneers are at it again, so that's the magical things they say in between like numbers. There's so that's what they're saying, and then now I know what it means, and it, I'm really learning something about life. Uh no, that's not what this is. This is um ooh, I got a burp. Hold up. Oh gross, sorry. I didn't mean that! This isn't like, I swear my thing isn't like, I'm not like Ace Ventura or something. Like, I have GERD, leave me alone. We're being very vulnerable here on a very vulnerably named. I'm already telling you I got problems. A hairy home companion with me, Donna Arky, here on BFF.fm. The show where I am stoned to the bone and I dig my own grave live. Yes. Those stone bones gotta go somewhere. They're gonna come. And no one helped me with the donation. No one gave me a verb. Everybody walked away and they're doing their own thing. So you know what? Uh, here, I'm just gonna say what I have because you're all terrible. <laughs> all right, now I'm gonna do the donation. All right, here you go. Have you, this is with the two <laughs> additions that I had to extract from my hostages who, despite their fervent worship, I think that my, you know, this, this Stockholm Syndrome is going too far where they're at some but not full capacity. They're in a stupor, um, you know, so they're kind of, they're not really helping. So I'm just gonna read what I have and it's just gonna be a mix of the two words that I got and uh, they're what I wanted you all to tell me. Uh, so donation ad, I am reading from the script now. Here we go. Uh, have you 
considered donating to BFF.FM yet? You should! Not only is this such a unique community radio station that reflects and respects the diversity of the Bay Area, but it keeps weirdos like me distracted, so we don't... Oh wait, I'm sorry guys, you came up with three words. But you keep weirdos like me distracted, so we don't crawl a bunch of dull white about loud number tons of regional american food upon an unholy pagan altar altar according to a spell from the necronomicon so that we can res- resurrect julia childs from the dead get yourself down to bff.fm slash donate where you can send a one-time donation or set up a monthly recurring donation and be our bestie with benefits, but not sex benefits, but I can see what I can do. And if you're noticing, I'm pronouncing words weird. This is, I have really bad, bad dry mouth. It, is it a, it's illegal to drink drinks in the studio, but not here out in like the wild west. You know, I'm like the, uh, like the Duke of drinking Diet Dr. Pepper. In front of expensive stuff that you're not supposed to in the studio. Anyways. Oh no, sorry. Okay. Can you you can't edit that out. Alright, that's one of seven words you can't say on television. Or whatever that guy, the white man. I don't even know. I don't know. He everyone's like, oh, you're a comedian. Do you do you like this? And I'm like, I don't know. I should do, you know what, uh, I'll tell you a few more of the retractions and corrections because you should know more about it. Um, uh, there are no more Kenny Rogers, enough, one of the many retractions and corrections. I'm going to try to get to them because, you know what, next week will be a special edition with no retractions and corrections, or maybe some, I don't know, we'll see. But I'm going to try to talk about this goddamn Tallulah Banks had young adult fiction book published in 1986 uh, by who published it? I don't know. Well, whatever. Uh, but it's written by Eel Konigsberg. It's called Up from Jericho Tell. And it's like Tallulah Banks had she will do an extended scene where she pretends to be a ventriloquist mummy named Anna Karadinia, or whatever the lady is, like, you know, the lady who made the trains not run on time, like, opposite Mussolini, because she threw herself on them. In that book by that guy, um, yeah, the, 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 the Lula Banks had, for the delight of two young bullied latchkey children, imitates a ventriloquist dummy named Anna Karenina to the delight of the children as a cute interlude in between when she gives the children the powers of invisibility. So, oh my God, also, whoa, maybe, whoa, has a prophecy been fulfilled? Because I love this book and it's about jewelry theft and I'm involved with jewelry theft uh, on accident, but not on purpose. I didn't want it to be like that. Okay, I'll tell you a story about this guy. 
I'm sorry that if you've heard previous episodes, I'm sorry I'm bringing it up again, but this is a story this guy, the international art thief, told me. He was like, when, so I was, I got that job, I, it's a whole long story, we don't need to talk about that part. Blah, 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 so endless torment and suffering in my life. Um, uh, I, I was smoking with the jar in black on where we were having a meeting, and then the really creepy, horrible, um, international art thief man, Marco, uh, he, like, came up to me and he was like, Dajar and Black, I haven't smelled that in a long time. And I was like, oh, oh, no, he's gonna die out of me. And I was like, ah, yeah, this is And he was like, yeah, that, that was the summer of 88 where me, David Bowie, and the fashion designer Issa Miyake just rented an apartment in Tokyo and did a lot of blow. And, uh, we just had a crazy fucking summer. Here's their number. We should call them up for the celebrity-studded fundraiser that you will be helping organize because this was the only job that emailed you back after you graduated with a Bachelor's of Ethnic Studies because it was, it's still not fun to have that degree in a lot of ways if you got it back in the day, but, like, Boy, back then, I was real, like, the CBS didn't hire me. KFC didn't hire me. And, like, I was just like, damn. They really are like, we can't let people know it's an easy job for flipping burgers. So maybe they were like, we got to throw some, you know, failures in there. Uh, anyways, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I don't know what I'm telling you about this. But I'll figure it out next week when I do attractions and corrections. Because if you're just tuning in, and you're like, my god, it's one of those spy number stations where you just hear words like, Foxtrot Tango 453, and it's malfunctioning. And boy, even the spies don't know what's going on. No, it's not that. Be with them, you can send them donations so they don't have to do that. And you know, they don't need to get some illegal KGB money by being a number station, you know, for spies. Um, you should don send them a donation. Just Google BFF.FM donation. Or donate, I don't know. You, who's your own adventure on that one? I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how to help you, but you'll fucking figure it out. Yes, I can say that word here because it's not an FDA approved radio station. Um, anyways, uh, what? Because 
Lula Bank had her, the reason her ghost is like, I'm going to give children the power of invisibility so that they can find my stolen jewels, but also get me some king-sized menthols, is, uh, so they can find my stolen jewels. And then you fight for, yeah, and then you bring her king-sized menthols. And it's going to teach kids to believe in themselves. Kids should say, darling, and be, as uh, Tallulah Biggs had would describe herself as ambisextrous. Like she was, like I said earlier, she was publicly like, yeah, I fucking love coke and pussy, like all the way back in 1910. This is what we're talking, like, ideal role model for children. Uh, yeah, really, this is an FDA approved. That's the kind of meat I could talk about here. We talk about Cormac McCarthy and Tallulah Banks had also like there were complaints against her because um, she wouldn't wear panties. Oh, okay. Well, uh, the show's the show is coming to an end. I guess we'll never know what about anything. Um, but uh, I guess I'll I'll try to say something fast and then I'll say goodbye. It's a real crazy book. I did not have fun reading it. And I'm like, what, why did I like this so much as a kid? And I'm like, because I also was like, yes. The Lula Banks head is an ideal role model. That's what I want to be when I grow up. And I'm like, that's not good. <laughs> have I tried it? Doing that? I don't want to talk about it. But what I do know is that to and a am a decaying southern bell pivoting into madness but i definitely don't i'm like absolutely i don't know i don't like even though this is a stone radio talk show and like at a point she had a radio talk show too so if that was a coke radio talk show for sure like it's Tallulah. look her up if you don't believe me She's been living a life that I wish I could live a life to live. But anyways, um, on that note, uh, this book is crazy. It wasn't fun to read. You should read it. It's crazy. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, kids, you'll learn a lot. Maybe you'll learn a lesson about self-esteem. Um, and you, that's all I can impart to you here. At the end of a very home companion, with me, Don Arky. about the protests going on in Iran. Oh, I forgot I could drink more because it's like illegal pirate radio and like <laughs> you can drink drinks and like not worry about the technology getting fucked up even though it's worth thousands of millions of dollars. Oh my God, wait, am I gonna get in trouble? <laughs> no, there was, oh no, we're all gonna get in trouble. I don't think we're supposed to do that. Okay, turn off the radio. <laughs> turn <laughs> Mayday! How do you turn this off? We're gonna get so much trouble! No!
Being a DJ at BFF means I'm part of a strong community of fellow music lovers and nerds who enjoy exploring new music and learning about the who, what, where, when, and why behind what we're listening to. It is, I think, the greatest repository of local music out there for the San Francisco Bay Area. BFF is the best community on the internet, full stop.